Hello and welcome to the Bliss Career Podcast, a podcast where we talk about everything career. I am your host, Dan Solomon, and in this podcast, I am bringing you interviews with people just like you, people who were once in your shoes. I'm also going to be talking with HR managers as well as people who are experts in their various fields. We have a lot of stuff to unpack today, so please sit tight and relax and let's get to it then. Since this is the first episode, I'll be talking about two things in particular. The first one is just a general introduction to Bliss Career. What is Bliss Career? Why is it here? And what do I aim to achieve with it? Secondly, I'm going to talk about a topic which I call things fall into place. But I'm really happy, right, if I just jump into the first part of the discussion today. I'm really happy that I finally got to get this started after procrastinating for a very long time. In any case, it is here. What do I want to achieve with this? Why did I set up Bliss Career? I want Bliss Career to become a platform that provides you with the tools and the templates you need to support you in your job search journey. And this podcast is just part of that ecosystem. But first and foremost, there's one thing I want you to get out of your head in this overall job search journey. That idea that in Germany and the Netherlands, there is a shortage of skilled labor. I know this might be true in some industries and some some niche areas, but for the most of it, just, just get this out of your head. Because if you do, you're going to be in for a treat. Your experience will tell you otherwise. So once you get this out of your head, we can now begin to think of strategies or think of ways to make that transition as seamless as it possibly can. Is it going to be difficult? Definitely. It's not going to be easy, but it's possible. Others have done it. You can do it. And on Bliss Career, you can find the tools you need, the tools and the templates you need to support you in that journey. So this is one of the reasons why I set up Bliss Career. I, I, am, I am on a mission and my mission is to provide you with all this to make your transition as seamless as possible. And I am doing this by providing you with insights on how to write a CV and a cover letter. There is nothing new here, right? You can find this on the internet. There are tons and millions of articles written on how to write a CV and a cover letter. I have just tried to summarize this to fit the market you're applying to, which is basically the Dutch and German market. You can apply these this tips to other markets as well, but I tried to, to focus the content of the CV and the cover letter to these two markets. I'm going to be giving you tips on job search and how to na- nail interviews. And I'm also going to be writing about general career and personal development topics. These are mostly going to be my experiences, what I've gone through, and I just write it down and I share with you. I'm also on a learning process. And I, I like to share this journey with you. And I'm going to use this segment to share this in form of articles. The next is the podcast where I share practical tips, as I've mentioned before, from people who are in your shoes, people who are experts in the various fields, HR managers and etc. It's going to be packed. I am really looking forward to this. There's another part of the website that I find really interesting. Right? It's, 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 I call it a database, right? So I have a database of companies. At the moment, I have up to like 5,000 different companies on the website. 
Now, you might be wondering why. I will touch on this topic on some other episodes. But for, for now, just know that you have these tools at your fingertip. Of course, the website might be slow to load these companies. So be mindful of that. But you have this at your fingertip, especially when you want to send out those unsolicited applications. You know where to go. There's also graduate programs in case you don't have an overview of the various graduate programs in Germany and the Netherlands. Just go to Bliss Career and you find them there. The last thing or the second to the last is the forum. I want us to use this platform or the forum to ask questions. And for those of you out there that have answers, feel free to contribute to the community. I call it the community of givers because if you give today, you would be given something tomorrow. So if you ask a question today and tomorrow you find a question that you can answer, just do it because what goes around comes around. And I want us to use this forum as a platform to help ourselves. There are tons of experiences out there and this forum can be a way to aggregate those. Finally, I have a, a targeted job board which is self-explanatory. Let's see what we do with that going forward. If you have a job posting as an employer or you know that your company is looking for a mechanical engineer, for instance, you can just go to the job board and post the job there and backlink this to your website. It's free of charge. You don't need to pay anything. Just post your job and hopefully you help someone out there was looking for something. So there are lots of stuff packed on the website, I know, and there's even more to come. <laughs> so I just stay tuned, right? Because I'm also very excited about this and where it goes and how Bliss Career evolves with time. So your career is meant to be Bliss, our careers are meant to be Bliss, and I hope that you find the tools you need on the website to get exactly what you're looking for. Now that I've done an introduction about the website, I know by now you're asking the question, but who is this guy and why am I doing this? To answer that question, let me start with why I am doing this before I go to who I am as a person. I realized that I have something that others could benefit from. And rather than keep this to myself, I thought my input might just be that missing link that someone out there needs to prepare. So it might be that it's just that the tiny bit. And having helped some of my friends, I would say my small cycle, look for jobs, I thought, hey, there is no better time to set this up, especially given the crazy times that we are in. Um, the corona times, it's, it's really crazy times, especially for the job market. This is the main reason why I set it up. Now that you know why I set it up, who am I? So my name is Dan Solomon. I came to Germany in 2013 after spending about five years in Russia. So I studied mechanical engineering in Russia. After graduating in 2013, I moved to Germany where I did my MBA. And thereafter, I spent some time as well in the Netherlands, in TU Delft, doing my master's in applied earth science. So I basically have an engineering background with a business touch given my MBA. And I've worked in several fields, including finance, consulting, business development, currently marketing. And let's see, let's see what else comes. My interests include singing. I recorded an album when I was in high school with my acapella group. But please, I, I beg you, don't ask me <laughs> about it because I cannot guarantee anything about the quality. It was really low budget, but I really loved that I did it. It was really fun. Anyways, uh, I loved it and I would do it again if I had a chance. I also play football. I play squash, table tennis, and um, 
I want to learn how to play tennis. So that is one of my goals, actually. I speak English, Russian, German. I gave up on Dutch <laughs> after A1 because um, I, I just couldn't continue. Probably Dutch is one of those languages that I can't learn, but um, I gave it up. I have some some ideas, I have some some knowledge of it, but I stopped after after a while. What else is there to talk about? Over the past years, actually, I have developed a good understanding of, of the German and Dutch market. And I would like to share this with you. So this is one of the main reasons why I set up this career. It's not a one-way street. I set this up because I have something I want to share, but I also want to learn from you. Let's have a, I would say, a symbiosis um, relationship, if you would like to put it that way. So come, come, let's work together. Come, let's work together to achieve something. And I think there's, that we can achieve something really great with Bliss Career. Because as I said, it is Bliss and our career is meant to be Bliss. What do I want to achieve? And I jump into the podcast now, right? What do I want to achieve? In subsequent episodes, I mentioned this before in the intro, I will be interviewing people who have once seen shoes. So people who have experienced, who have gone through the same experiences as you're going through now, people who have applied for jobs and felt discouraged and thought, hey, I'm not going to find something. So I'm going to be talking to these people. I'm going to be talking to people who came here thinking, oh, there is nothing I can do. I don't even know how to find my way past all these difficulties around but they made it and they're happy. So I'm going to try to find these people, interview them, talk to them. The aim of this is to get exposed or to showcase or show you guys out there other methods that people use to get jobs, other methods that people use to settle in here in Germany or the Netherlands or in Europe in general. The do's and don'ts and where to focus on. We will also talk about general career personal developments um, with guests who have been in the game for a long time and many more. Also here, if you have a topic you would like to suggest, please feel free. Let me know. If you want to come on this, on, uh, <laughs> I'm tempted to call this a show, even though this is my first episode. But anyways, dream big, right? <laughs> Let's move on. So stay tuned, subscribe and get updated once a new episode is uploaded. I think there is a lot of stuff we can do here. And there's a lot of stuff we can unpack with this. And I want you to come on this journey with me. Now that we have the introduction out of the way. So this is the first topic. So I've told you a lot about myself. I've told you a lot about Bliss Career. I've told you a lot about the podcast, what I want to achieve with the podcast. What the the, the framework of the podcast is going to look like. Now that we have that done, I want us to move into something important that fits into what we're currently experiencing today. And I call that topic things fall into place. COVID-19 making the already competitive and brutal job market extremely difficult. I think this is an understatement. If I Even, even when I say impossibly difficult, it's an understatement. It's, it's making, even in Germany, I have friends who have lost their jobs. I have friends who are finding it difficult to find jobs. I have those who are scared of losing theirs. It's a crazy world out there. And I'm sure lots of you are thinking it's practically impossible to get out of this. And already losing hope as your inboxes get filled up with emails such as, hello, we are sorry, we've decided to go with another candidate that matches the job description better. Or I'm sorry, or we are sorry, um, we couldn't give you any better news today. All I want to say is that you hang in there because at the end of it all, you would be glad you waited. 
I know this is not easy. I know at the moment it might seem as if I'm just talking bollocks. But at the end of it all, you will be glad you waited. At the moment, most of you are also scared of losing your visa status, right? As, as time runs out or you're running out of cash, the emotional strain that comes with this cannot be quantified. It's, it's very... So every rejection email you get, your heart continues to beat even faster. In all this all, in all this chaos, in all this, this I would say, crazy, crazy difficult situation that you find yourself in, just hang in there. There is a light at the end of the tunnel and at the end of it all, you would be happy you waited. Why? Because things fall into place. Let me share with you a story of how things fall into place to back this up. Now, I would I would go back in time and, and, and share with you a story of how some series of events changed my career path forever. So I'm doing something differently today that I would have never envisaged if you had asked me this same question five to six years ago. So it is 2016 and I am in Paris for a summer school. So it's a summer course in corporate finance. I have an interest in corporate finance and I wanted to explore more. A day before the exams, after studying the whole morning, I take a quick nap to regenerate. I was, I was so tired. I wake up at around 3 p.m. that day to see that I got more than 10 missed calls. <laughs> For me, I was like, wow, who is this person? He or she really wanted to talk to me, right? For me, whenever I call someone, I try two times. If the person doesn't pick, I say, okay, whatever. I move on. But this person called me for more than 10 times. So this got me thinking, right? Of course, I I get into my investigator mode. At this point, my eyes were wide open. Like I hadn't been in a... (laughs) Like I'd been awake the, the, the whole time. So, but I realized that the call was from the UK. And the code leads me to a company called Slow Measure. To give you some insight, I was doing my master's in petroleum engineering back then at TU Delft, which is why Slow Measure, which is one of the, I would say, the largest oil and gas service companies in the world, could be interested in my profile. And the summer got away to Paris was just, as I said, continuous learning, interest, to find something interesting out of my field. But to jump back into the topic, so prior to that summer, I had uploaded my CV on the company's website with my details, my telephone number. So that must have been how the person got my details. So naturally, of course, <laughs> I called the number back and I'm redirected to a receptionist. And the receptionist is unable to connect me to the person who actually called me. However, once I knew that <laughs> the call was from Slumberger, a company I really wanted to work for, I became very anxious because I always wanted to work for them or at least gain gain an internship experience with them. And it, it just seemed as though I had missed that opportunity out of no, no, no fault of mine, you know. But anyways, I tried other means to see if I could find the person who called me, but I couldn't. And I had an exam the next day. I had to refocus and move on. However, prior to traveling to France that year, I had applied to several short-term internship positions to fill up the weeks I had between July and August. And one of them was with a non-profit organization specialized in pharmaceutical supply chain. Okay, <laughs> I know, I know. I know you're saying, wait, what the heck? This guy is studying petroleum engineering. What is he doing in, in pharmaceuticals? I know you might be thinking that, or maybe you're not. But anyways, I was thinking that myself. And I applied to them. I had no knowledge about the industry, but... 
no knowledge is wasted. And you'd be surprised, right? Some parallels that you can get from working in fields completely different from yours. Moreover, I really loved their value proposition. They support the procurement and distribution of, of medicine to patients living in low and middle income countries. So I was hooked. I liked it. For me, it was just trying my luck. Even though I was applying for it, I liked the value proposition. I liked the company. It wasn't directly related to what I was doing, but if they gave me a chance, why not? And and they did. They called me for an interview some few days after I, I, I came back from Paris. And I had the interview with them. It all went well. One week later, I got the offer and I started. I started with them immediately because, yeah, it was a short-term internship. I didn't have much time. I just started. I was very happy. So everything going on good. I completely forgot about the experience in, 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 in France with, with the Slumberger company because, well, I couldn't do anything. So you would think, okay, happy ending, right? But after one week, <laughs> very crazy story. After one week, HR called me and asked if I could get a letter from my university um, saying that the internship was a compulsory one and that it was part of my studies. Well, I, yeah, don't don't laugh, right? <laughs> you can just just keep that part for now. But you know what to expect. So my my studies couldn't be any much far apart than what I was doing at that time working for the nonprofit. It's no rocket science to see that I couldn't get the confirmation from your university. And since my visa status at that point did not allow me to take any other type of internship, at least the the setup of the internship the company had, right? we came to a mutual agreement to terminate just after one week. Now, I was devastated. That, that is even an understatement. I was furious. It just seemed as if everything that summer between July and August just slipped away. I was, I was so furious. However, I used this rage. <laughs> if you had seen me then, you'd have, you'd have even laughed, right? I used this rage and I started applying for other internship positions. There was a slight problem though, because time was running out. Even if I had gotten an internship, I would have had to take at least three months to do it. Something I couldn't afford to do at the time. If you study in the Netherlands as an international student, you know what I mean. I'm not going to go further, but you know what I mean. Anyways, I kept on applying. I widened my horizon. I even applied to companies in Germany um, as well. So story short, at the end of the day, I got tons of reject, but I also had several interviews. And at the end, I, I got two offers, two really great offers that <laughs> it was difficult to make a decision because both were great. The first one was in consulting in Berlin. And then the second one was in investment banking in Frankfurt. I wouldn't go into how I really pulled this off because before that point, if I'm to be frank with you, before that point, I had never thought that I was going to apply for a consulting firm. Or that I was going, okay, investment banking probably because of my interest in that area, right? So I went to Paris for this. I, I have an interest in corporate finance and I want to work in m and So yes, investment banking was clear that I was going to apply to firms in investment banking and I had a story for it. But for consulting, I didn't. I never thought that I was going to apply to a consulting firm. I didn't even know anything about case studies or how to prefer for case studies what to do, what not to do. There were lots of stuff I was completely blank on. Let's come back to the options now. So I have two options. So the first one is a consulting internship in Berlin. And then the second one is an investment banking internship in Frankfurt. Head or tail, choose. (laughs) 
I couldn't. I couldn't choose. It's not like I was indecisive. It was just that those were really great opportunities that any of them would have been awesome. So what I did, at the end of it all, I ended up taking both. (laughs) This was a bold move, since this meant that I would have had to extend my master's for six months. And in the Netherlands, as an international, if I repeat myself again, that is crazy. Anyways, story short, I took both. So during my time in Berlin, I was exposed to an industry, the electromobility industry, the EV market or the EV industry, if you want to call it that way. I was thrown into a project that had to do with a component of a lithium-ion battery. So the lithium-ion battery is, is the main battery that is currently used today for, for electric vehicles. And in that battery, you have the two electrodes, just going to be keep it simple, the two electrodes and in between is a separator. So the separator separates both the positive and the negative electrodes. It was a really technical project and I had to read a lot of papers to understand the battery separator itself. I'm not going to go into detail about this, but just to tell you that I had no idea about this topic before going to the internship. Afterwards, I was an expert on separators to, okay, a limited level. (laughs) Disclaimer here. Now, fast forward several months after graduation, the consulting firm that I was with or that I did my internship with gave me an offer to start with them crazy right if you remember just just think back how i got into the internship position in the first place i'll get to that in a minute today i work with one of the largest chemical companies in the world and i work in their battery materials division so you see how i went to not knowing anything about batteries to batteries being one of my interests these days now let's connect the dot a bit let's step back and connect the dots do you remember why i applied to the consulting or why I applied in the first place to these companies. If I had not missed the calls when I was in France, I probably would have been working somewhere else today. Here's a crazy story to that. After coming back to the Netherlands, I was having lunch with some of my classmates where I shared the crazy story with them of what happened to me in France. And one of my classmates told me that she also got a call from the same company. Curious, right? To see if it was on the same day, we would check the call logs. And just after he tried calling me, he called her. And today, she works for that company. Crazy, crazy, you might say, right? (laughs) Secondly, imagine if I did not have the issue with my visa restrictions. I would have just continued my internship at the non-profit. And who knows? By terminating my internship after one week and the wage that came out of that, I was able to get two internship offers. One leading to a permanent job position which also I would say is a pillar to where I am today. What is the morale of this story? Why, did I, why am I taking my time to even tell you this story? This very personal story of mine. Why, why, why do you think I am sharing this? I am sharing this because I want to tell you that things fall into place. There is just one thing you need to do. You need to keep on pushing. I know it is difficult, especially when, when, when you're, you're low on cash, your visa time is running out. It can be really stressful, I know, but you just need to keep on pushing. Do things, try different things. If you try one thing, it's not working. Ask yourself, why is this not working? What can I change? What do I need to change? And then try something else. You only need one opportunity and that's it. You might at the end get 10 offers. You can only pick one, unfortunately, right? So it might seem as though nothing is working at now, but once you get that opportunity, you would be happy. You waited. I've heard 
several stories in that direction. I know someone who was devastated because he applied for a lot of jobs that he thought he wanted to get, but he didn't. At the end, the company told him, hey, we think your profile will fit this position. And then it was just exactly what he was looking for. I don't want to say he was happy he got rejected initially, but I think this is a story that tells you that that job is coming and at the end, you would be happy you waited. All you need is that ability to learn, that ability to keep on changing stuff to fit what you want to achieve. However, for you to achieve this, I want you to think of something going forward. You need to be open-minded. Why am I bringing open-mindedness to the to a topic of things falling in place? Open-mindedness means that you are open, even though it was not something that you were looking for exactly, you're open to give it a chance. And all you need for this is that ability to learn. And once you're open to learn, the sky is your limit. So be open-minded. Yes, I know you studied mechanical engineering, but when you look at the market today at the moment, where do you see the market? Are you willing to be flexible? Have you always wanted to work in a, in a very niche area because you studied mechanical engineering? Or can you use what you've studied to look for parallels? I always call it that finding industry parallels, that industry that will be happy to have a mechanical engineer work in some other field. So in this other field that you're working in, you might not necessarily use your skills directly, but you benefit from those skills because they help you to perform your day-to-day work indirectly. So this is what I call finding parallels. Finding parallels where they would appreciate your experience as a mechanical engineer. So this could be in consulting, for example, or something else. So there there are tons of them out there. What I'm saying is don't apply to jobs in your domain at the moment, especially given how crazy the market is, because it's extremely difficult. Look for industries that you know are hiring. In the next episode, I'll be interviewing someone who was my classmate. So he was my classmate in Delft. He also studied petroleum engineering, but he now works in the semiconductor industry. This couldn't be any much different. He went into this industry having absolutely no idea. I know the process. I know when he was applying for this job. We had a lot of discussions with him. The next episode is going to be centered around what did he do? Why did he do it? What warranted his decision to take such a bold step? And how did he go about it to convince the interviewer that he had what it took to do the job? So all this and more to come in the next episode. As you continue to apply for jobs today, I just want to close with this. Look for those industry parallels. It might, it might even be something or some industry you have never thought of. Here's the deal. There is a paradigm shift today, right? Some industries are doing quite not, not that well. If Let's say the aviation industry is not doing well. The automotive industry is not doing well. It's a really difficult time for those industries. And of course, they will not be hiring as much as they did. But there are other industries that are surprisingly doing quite well these days. So nutrition and health. The FMC, some FMCG companies, definitely semiconductor companies, they're doing quite well and they're hiring. So you want to say, even though you didn't want to work for these companies, at this moment, can you find something in there that you can do? I'm not saying you just go into whatever industry because they are the ones hiring. You know what fits you better. You know what risk you can take. Just customize it to whatever you want to customize it too. And I will just leave you with something. And th- that is the topic of this of this second segment. Things fall into place. 
it might take a while, but it is coming. And at the end, you would be happy you did. Thank you once again for listening to today's episode. If you got any value from this podcast, please hit the subscribe button to stay updated when new episodes are published. Oh, and remember, sharing is caring. Share the podcast with a friend to make sure he or she is not missing out. And as always, you can find all the tools and the templates you need on blisscareer.de. Until then, I wish you a wonderful time ahead. Bye-bye and stay safe.